Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us. Again, Colossae, um, the, the letter to the Colossians was written while Paul was in Rome. He's never met these people, and yet he deeply cares for them and loves them. In previous episodes, and actually in Colossians 1, he talks about the deity of Christ and the fullness of Christ. And so he's already said um, that's all you need to do is focus on him. And um, then he's talked about his sufferings and how much he deeply loves the people, encourages them to not be falling into deceptive philosophies. And so in this episode, in this portion of Scripture, he starts talking about Again, the fullness and the deity of Christ. So be ready. This one could be a little bit tricky. Mm -hmm. Um, Just let it wash over you. Just let it kind of happen. So on that note, make it happen there, Terry. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Colossians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12 from the NIV. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. In him you were also circumcised, with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self, ruled by the flesh, was put off when you were circumcised by Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him, through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead." Uh, another run-on sentence by Paul. Yep. Yes, <laughs> he loves those, doesn't he? He yeah. does. There is so much metaphor that is happening in this short little passage. So as we talk through it, um, a little more in-depth, put on your sophomore English hat and think back to metaphors. Yeah. Text analysis. That was put on your... <laughs> that was put on thy cap. Yes. Put on thy cap. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, so let's let's just tackle this little by little because yeah. this is I mean we were just talking it's um it's a lot to chew on mm-hmm. and um so we'll just take one bite at a time. Yes, just like you would one. eat an elephant. Yeah. One bite at a time. I'm so not going to eat an elephant. <laughs> Do they eat elephants anywhere? I no, know. I don't think so. I think so. They're not. Not. I don't think but if you one. were, but if you were going if you to were. Yeah. yeah. Cuz it's a big giant thing, so Huge. you just have to do it one Too bite much at a time. To take in all at once. Yes. Yeah. That's a very it. big salad. How's that? <laughs> we do not condone the eating of elephants, no. just so you know. Okay, so Rosemary touched on the fullness of Christ and how Paul has talked about that before. But chapter, verse 9 says, For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. Mm-hmm. That one's, I think, the easiest part so of all of that's the easiest it, right? part. So God is in Jesus. They're one and the same, Right. Yeah, absolutely. And they're complete. The fullness really indicates completeness. So you don't need to have Jesus Christ and. You don't need to add things on to him. He is full and complete as he is. So if you have Jesus, you have a complete relationship with God. Right. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you need to do, make happen, fix. You have Christ. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. And this also goes back and speaks into the is God or is Jesus man or is Jesus God? And this says right here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. There's no or, just yes. Just yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love the next part of that, verse 10. And you have been give, given fullness in Christ. 
And so I have a note from another translation that says, you are complete in him. So let's talk about that a little bit, because we know that just because we come to know Jesus, it doesn't mean that we're all of a sudden perfect, that we're all of a sudden just like him. Um, But I think, you know, I kind of, I always sort of relate stuff to either my marriage or my kids. So when I got married, I was totally married, right? I mean, mm-hmm. totally married. That doesn't mean that I was a great wife <laughs> or that I knew how to be a great wife. So I had to grow in that role, mm. even though I was completely married. Yeah. So I kind of think it's the same thing with Jesus. Once we come into a relationship with him, we are complete in him. He has given us everything that we need. It resides in us to be in a right relationship with him and to live out our lives the way He wants us to live our lives out, um, the way He lived His life, with all the fruit of the Spirit evident, with my behavior reflecting Him, um, all that good stuff. Um, That's a lot of pressure. Well, it's a lot of pressure, but I don't feel like... I think a lot of times Christians think, okay, now I know Jesus, I have to totally change everything right this second. But that's not going to happen that way, most likely. Um, I have seen it happen that way. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I've right. seen a, a drug addict walk to the altar, get saved, and I mean, instantly be healed and different, and mm. and then live out the next forty years walking with Jesus and and never looking back on that mm-hmm. drug addicted, crazy hippie that he was. Mm. Um, but for the most part, that process is a, it is a process. It's a slow process of becoming more like Him. Um, things sort of fall away as we grow in Him. Um, we come to see that maybe our thinking's wrong and the Word is right. And so once we submit to that and we say, okay, Lord, I get it. I may not like it, but I'm going to go along with what your Word says. Then sometimes behavior and attitudes can fall off of us. And as our minds and hearts are more aligned with the mind and heart of Christ that's when those changes and patterns start to happen. Because when you, you read those things, that um, the, get, the spirit, the fruit of, fruit the, of spirit, the spirit, all mm-hmm. those things, I mean, they don't all just happen. Patience, we talked about that last couple times you know, yeah. before. It doesn't just happen overnight. In it, fact, patience, in order to get patience, I think you have to have your patience tried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in the learn. King James, it's called long suffering. Long suffering. So, how do you get long suffering? You suffer, you suffer a long, a long time. time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. a lot of things. It's um, a development. And then you see it in the Word, like uh, put aside, you know, quarreling about these things. You're like, oh, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. So okay, then I have to so make a decision. Yeah. Not and then the that. Word says it. So, oh, now I get. I'll follow through on that. Maybe you didn't even know it, but now it's been revealed to you. Now you're responsible to change it. Mm-hmm. So, so this reminds me. If I talked about growth mindset versus fixed, in here, mm-hmm. maybe a maybe a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like the same thing in here. We're not on like Christ is perfect, mm-hmm. but when we accept Christ, we, we're not perfect, right? But I think sometimes Christians think we have to be. Yeah. And we keep measuring ourselves against Christ. Oh, I'm not perfect, I'm not perfect, I'm not perfect. And that's not the game. That's not the way that goes. Um, And and we're going to get into this later too, like the law is helpful in finding out what we shouldn't do and should do. But it's this growth mindset of constantly going to God going, ooh, wow, that was a big mistake here. What could I learn differently? What could I do differently? But in the, so that's the little steps. 
And then there's the big steps of, but overall, Lord, let me get closer to you. Let me be. And you do want, you do want to become like Christ, not become Christ. You want to become like him. Mm-hmm. And so you there's that growth. want to be conformed growth. to his image. Yes. That's yeah. what the word says. Yes. And, and it's so tricky. I, I know we're like parsing words here a little bit, but it's like Satan wanted to be God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't want right. to follow God and be like God. He wanted mm-hmm. to, to be, be God. Yeah. And so that's why you're hearing us kind of parse and be a little bit careful with our words. As well, Christ- and even the rest of this sentence mm-hmm. says, we've been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. So no matter what, Christ is always the head. Yes. Not We're not ever going to be the head. Right. Right. He is. Yeah. Yeah, we want to be conformed into his image. That's mm-hmm. a great, mm-hmm. I like that. And and it's a growing process, again. Yeah. Yeah. It's really tricky when to get out of our own way <clears throat> yeah. and recognize, I will never be perfect. I am human. I am fully human and 0% God. <laughs> You know, that's right. just what it is. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> 100% human sitting right here and 0% God. It is Christ in me who is good mm-hmm. and who shows his goodness, but I will never be perfect. I am not Jesus. I am not God. I am not the Holy Spirit. I am none of those things, nor do I really want to be because holy cow, that's a lot. <laughs> yes, but you've been circumcised. Yes. Yeah. So what does that mean in this context, um, that we were also circumcised Because I have obviously not been physically circumcised. Putting off the sinful nature is what it says. And you were also circumcised in the putting off of the sinful nature. So circumcision is a cutting away, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe we need to think about that Jesus is like a surgeon. So he's going to slowly, when the Holy Spirit does the work, right, slowly cut away those things, peel off those things layer by layer that are not um, willing to be conformed to his image. And it's a cutting away of flesh. A flesh. So when we use that term flesh, it's those things that we do in human traditions that Mm we do as those 100% humans. Mm -hmm. Natural desires. Right. And this is very important contextually for Paul to be writing this to these Gentiles. Right. Because under Jewish law, you had to be circumcised. Right. And um, as people, when people converted to Judaism, even as grown adults, men had to be circumcised, Mm -hmm. which... A lot of people were like, yeah, that's what I thought. I, I, I would imagine 100% of those, yeah. those men. Yeah. Right. I'd probably say 100% of the Gentile men were pretty happy about this rule. <laughs> yes. And so that's one of the things um, where Paul has said, you know, don't get caught up in the traditions um, and the earthly things. Like, right. this is where he's saying, like, okay, so this is what has had to happen in the past. But you have already had this, metaphorically, mm-hmm. you have been circumcised, so yeah. it's okay, guys. And yeah. they were trying to force these guys, these men, these new converts, into to doing that. And right. he's like, that's not necessarily necessary, as we talked about before. You can't add. Right. It's right. Jesus plus nothing. Jesus plus nothing. Mm-hmm. Jesus plus circumcision? No. No. 
No, right. but he's made a difference in your heart. It don't it doesn't have to be in your physical body. How quickly do you think the Gentile men were like, "Well, I'm down." All yeah. right. <laughs> I was going to say, Jesus, if they hadn't changed this yeah. rule. How hard Ooh. would that have been to get converts? <laughs> right. <laughs> We have a fully female congregation here. What's going on? Remember in the Old Testament when, um, I can't remember who raped one of Jacob's daughters, I guess it was. Um, anyway, then they said, the, the the brothers came and said, well, you know, if you want to marry her, you all have to be circumcised. Mm-hmm. Your whole town has to be yes. circumcised. Yes. Remember that story? Yep. So three days, the men were down mm-hmm. because they got circumcised. They all agreed to do it. And they were kind of in bed, a bed for three mm-hmm. days. And then, you know, the Israelites came in and slaughtered them all yeah, because right. they were so helpless and so weak after that circumcision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not easy on a grown man. Yeah. And so that's the popular. physical one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for us, we're not, we're not weakened. No. We're, we're given life. We're strengthened by it. Mm-hmm. By it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. It says here that your whole self was ruled by the flesh. Hang on a second. I'm trying to read two sentences at once. Mm-hmm. Your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised by Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. So it is. It's, an, it's a metaphorical... Kind of cutting away. away. Cutting away. Right. Mm-hmm. Of the old flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The old desires, the old behavior. But a process. Yep. You know. There's a time. healing process from that well, yeah. cutting away. Even from the natural, there's a healing process. So I think that that spills over into the spiritual too. There is a healing process. So I'm not sure. All of a sudden I was like, is this a process? And I just wonder if it says your whole self was ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised by Christ. Mm-hmm. Boom, that happened. Right. But I wonder if we keep going back for our flesh and that's the process of not of stopping going back for that flesh. It's already done. Christ already did this. If it's like a, this has already happened and we need to learn to rest on that. I don't know if I'm right here. I'm asking well, questions. You're saved and you have the Holy Spirit come in, um, that's the old man. Right. The old man is gone. gone. The new man has come right now. Right. It's so not, you're saying, that's not a process. The um, Having Christ in your heart and changing it, making you into a Christian is now. So Does maybe, that make sense or you, not? I'm confused. No, go ahead. Keep. I, I think it's that process of working out our salvation. I mean, we do have a, a part to play in the behavioral side of it. Am I saved no matter what? Yes, I am. As long as I believe that Jesus is my Lord and that he died for me, I'm saved. But my behavior may not always reflect that. Right. It doesn't change my salvation. So if I sin, I'm still saved, okay? Now, if I if I go into a lifestyle of sin, that might change my position with Christ. But I think here we have to think about it this way. So when I receive Jesus, I've got everything I need, right? I'm saved. Right. Just like when I got married, I'm married. But there's still something that has to happen, that has to play out in my life to show my salvation and to show that I'm married. Like when, I, if a guy were to flirt with me, I would say, oh, no, thank you, I'm, I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> um, the same thing with being a mom. I am a mom. Once I have a baby, I'm a mom. But that doesn't mean I'm a good mom yet. I may have to kind of learn to be a good mom. Grow into Grow that. into that role yeah. and that position. And maybe healing is not necessarily the best word, but um, like re... 
new, like having new growth maybe is a better way to say like that, that instead of healing. Well, so, I, here's the piece where I keep rumbling around on this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say you're circumcised over and over again. This happens, it seems like, one, be, right. one your whole yeah. self was ruled by the flesh and then put off right. when yes. you were circumcised with Christ, having been buried with him in baptism. So I'm almost thinking this happens around the part with the baptism um, and the process of salvation. Salvation, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. just kind of going through that. Yeah. Um, that it's the, the actual circumcision piece... I I agree that we grow in Christ. Well, because we're built line by line, mm-hmm. precept upon precept. You know, there is there is growth. I like that what you said there, Suzanne. That there is growth in the Christian life. Okay, right. so we're not. But as far as what we need for that growth, we get all of that. All that we need, the fullness of Christ, comes into us. At the moment of salvation. Right. And that's where I think the circumcision happens. And that's mm-hmm. where the circumcision happens. Right? I agree. So then yeah. I don't know that it continues to happen. No, no. Just like we don't get saved growth. over and over again. Right, right. You know, if I sin and I ask forgiveness, I'm not unsaved because I've sinned, I have to get saved again. No. Salvation is a one time. Right. Yeah. And that's where I'm kind of I'm looking at saved this. Saved and, and there's sealed. nothing that can change that. Right. right. Yeah. So, and, and just kind of looking as we kind of keep going through it. So, your whole self was ruled by the flesh, was put off when you were circumcised by Christ. That was the, the thing we're doing. Sometimes with Paul, I work backwards, and this might be more confusing. So, I'm sorry. I'm just going to dive in here. It's okay. The fourth, so the it's like I was raised from the dead. So that's my condition right now. Mm-hmm. I'm raised from the dead, but then through my faith in working in God, working in the working of God, um, I was raised in Christ, right? Because I was buried with Him in baptism, and this it's like I kind of back up mm-hmm. a lot of His things okay. to try to understand what is going on. Like, yeah. why did this even happen? So. And I'm not sure why I put that in, but it's just, it, to me, it's like describing the salvation process. That might be. That the might sanctification be it. process. So salvation is a one time event, it's not a process. But sanctification is a process. And there, that's why I think it's different. That we're not talking, that's why I'm thinking we're talking. Ooh, I see what you're saying. But I think the baptism, the circumcision, the salvation happens one time. One time. Yes. And, right. And then there's that growth that and, also happens. And that's where Paul says it here, that it's through our faith in the working of God. And that's where that growth happens. happens. Okay. It's through that faith mm-hmm. that we have announced, pronounced, and now own through our salvation and through the circumcision and the baptism and right. That's all a gift of God. It's all God's doing. Yeah. It's all God's doing. But then as we are growing, I think that's where the faith in the working of God okay. comes so into play. So when I fall down and I go to God and I say, you know, Father, I'm, what's wrong with me? I keep making the same mistake over and over again. I keep doing the same thing. When I go to him like that, I'm going in faith. Yes. And, it's, and through that faith and his ability mm-hmm. to change that behavior. And through that faith of him in me. In me. Right. That he's going to give me what I need. He's given me what I need to change that behavior. 
And so I kind of read it a little bit wrong I'm, as I'm going back. Yeah, I was in the position. Um, my position is death but without Jesus, without right? Jesus, mm-hmm. right. But what I'm reading it forwards again now, through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead, he's talking about Jesus. Right. Yeah. So right. that power, right. the power, but the power of God to raise Jesus from the dead from lives in me now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which and is if I have awesome. faith in that, there will be growth. There'll be right. growth. Right. My That's part exactly is the right. faith. My yep. part is, yep. yeah. yeah. Believing what the Word says, that He is at work in you, conforming you to the image of His Son, Jesus. So if you have faith in Jesus, faith that that's going on, right. then growth is going to be a result of that. How about that? Right. That is... It's pretty heady stuff. Giddy up. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, yeah. that's what, three verses? Yeah. How does Nine, thou 10, have 11, feel? 12, four. Four verses. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go back to elementary school math for that. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. It's a heavy, it's a heavy, heavy three, yeah, four, four verses. Yeah. But it's well, fun to me to kind of dig some of that out oh, yeah, and, absolutely. and to be wrong and to question and go, well, what's that about? How yeah, is that working? Yeah. Well, and that's the beauty of sitting around with yeah. people that you trust and yes. that you know so that we can say, I don't get that, or I don't think yeah. that's right. Or, or we can uh, dig it out together. I right. love that. We're hashing it out together to see where God takes us in His Word Yes, to give us the answers that we need. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So I hope that brought some clarity somewhere to someone. <laughs> Absolutely. Should we pray? Dust thou yes, want to please. pray? Right. Lord, we're so thankful for your word. And um, we just ask your Holy Spirit to continue to lead us and guide us into the understanding of what it means. And, and maybe sometimes we don't really understand what it means, but hopefully um, at some point you'll make it clear to us. So we just thank you, Lord, that we have um, your son Jesus as our Savior. We thank you, God, for the power that you work in us, the same that you worked in Jesus to raise him from the dead, and the same power that anyone who accepts Christ as their Savior can have. And we're um, looking forward to talking more about changes that you make in our lives and the fruit that we bear. And um, we just thank you for your leading and guiding us in all these things. In Christ's name, amen. 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 Amen.